Hello and welcome to the second but hopefully not the last edition of Lost in Possession podcast. In case you're not familiar with it, it is a show about three different guys who support three different teams and of course have three different opinions on the beautiful game. We've got a range of interesting topics that we'd like to discuss today, um, including the interesting Champions League and Europa League draws. We also have the aftermath of the FA Cup and, of course, relegation. Is it confirmed? We'll find out. Let's get the ball rolling. Champions League draw. Many interesting draws were made. I'm sure you'll both agree. I mean, of course, my team aren't in it, but that's not the point. You're bitter. Both of you, very better, but both of you have drawn uh, either side of the Madrid um, teams there. One with Atletico and, of course, the other with Real. So let's start with you, Jamie. What do you think about drawing Atletico Madrid? Um, completely happy. Obviously, the two teams you wanted were Villarreal or Benfica. Third best option for me is Atletico. They're not quite the side they once were under Simone, I don't think. Defensively, that's what they're going to play for. And we dominate the ball anyway. I think we're probably going to have maybe 95% possession, maybe more. <laughs> and then it's just whether we can actually score the goals. They'll have not many counter-attacks throughout the whole time. But yeah, I can definitely say I was very happy with the draw. Um, even if you are looking at the semi-final, you're avoiding, arguably, in my opinion, the big two, other, I think, with Bayern and Liverpool. I didn't want to play either of those. And now it has to be a one-off game in the final. Does mean we could play last year's winners, who obviously beat us in the final, Chelsea. But I'm willing to take that over two legs rather than a one-off game. How about you, Jordan? What did you think of it? So, yeah, I, I agree with you on, on Atletico. I, I think, you know, even we proved that last year. I, I just think they're not up to speed. I know they got through through Man United, um, as probably quite a few people predicted. Um, yeah, last year, you know, from Chelsea's perspective, we, we kind of walked all over them. I don't think they've improved much on this year um, in terms of signings or, or, or squad depth. So I think City will, will definitely get through convincingly. Um, and as you said, it will be attack versus defence. So as long as you score a goal, you know, maybe the first tie, I, I think it will be plain sailing. Um, from our side, obviously, Real Madrid, again, another team, you know, we, we did beat on the on the road to Champions League last year. However, with Kareem Benzema leading the line, assuming he's not injured, I think they are a very different proposition to last year. We've seen that with their league form alone. They've come on strides this year. They're looking a bit of a, well, with the exception of, of maybe a one-off blip at the, the crazy, crazy result this weekend, losing 4-0 at home to Barcelona. That uh, that certainly gave me a little bit of, of additional confidence in beating them. But yeah, tougher, tougher opposition than last year. Do I think we'll get through over two legs? I do. But I don't think it'll be a walkover like last year. Yeah, I think it's very interesting for both of you there, actually. I think I think what's going to be crucial here is is when you have home advantage. Um, yeah, I think uh, Madrid's mauling against Barcelona aside, I think when you see how they can get themselves out of trouble at the Bernabeu, I think that's been proven time and time again. So I think I think Chelsea will absolutely need to get that that game sorted 
with home advantage, you know, and yeah. hopefully, you know, not have a heavy defeat at the Bernabeu. And I think that would be the same with City. You're absolutely right. It's definitely attack versus defence. Um, Simeone will have a clear game plan of how he's going to null that attack. Um, and they might even try and hit on the one-off counter-attack, which they're more than capable of with, you know, Jao Felix there up front. I think both are going to be tough games, but I think I think City should certainly claw themselves, well, comfortably get themselves through, maybe even claw themselves out at the uh, Wonder Metropolitano. Sorry if I butchered that. <laughs> um, whereas I think I think Chelsea, when you seem to meet the team again for the second year in a row, the result seems to go the opposite way as the original. But I don't know where this Let's hope not. <laughs> I think Ancelotti might have run his luck. Now, I think that, that is a good point, though. We've got, we have got to mention, you know, the experience of both Atletico um, and, and, and Real Madrid. You know, we, we saw last round the crazy, crazy result Real Madrid got to even get through. So we can't, you know, you can't write them off in that sense. You know, <laughs> to come back from 2-0 down against PSG, who, yes, have got, you know, maybe a bottle in them. But to, to do that comeback and switch it in, in, it was like, you know, almost eight minutes, there was three goals or something crazy. You can't write Madrid off completely with that experience. And similarly with, with Atletico, they've proven that in those big games, they can dig in. And the Simeone side, I don't think will be, you know, maybe on their day, they could cause City a few problems in defence. Yeah, it's more whether they take their chance. If they take their one one or two chances per yeah, game yeah. kind of thing. They did, they did um, against United, to be fair. And they did, Yeah, they did against United. And it's whether we have another game like Palace where... We're creating the chances to score and then don't put away. Yeah, that's all exactly. it takes. Yeah, I and, like and, the Chelsea Real Madrid game. What's different about that to the other games is fans. The yeah, home, the home fixture for the Champions League, I believe, will be behind closed doors. So neither fan there. So home advantage is yes in theory, but without the fans, it becomes a bit less. Yeah, and then when you're at the Bernabeu. There's no Chelsea fans and only home fans. Yeah, well, we've got that's, to hope that's obviously we've got to hope that's resolved. I'm not sure it will be. No, it's it's probably looking unlikely, just based yeah. off how long a takeover of a like of a company would take. Yeah, so I, yeah. I think it would be unfortunate. And the only reason why I'd want Real Madrid to go through it means I can go to the away leg. <laughs> Where if it's at Chelsea, it might be easier for me to get to. But if you still can't go, it's yeah. no good to me. No, that's fair enough. And and just to touch on obviously the other ties in in, in the Champions League, um, you know some attractive, I guess attractive draws. May semi final. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it does seem more set up for big semi finals. To be honest, um, obviously teams to fear. We kind of touched on. Obviously, Bayern and Liverpool in, in form. Can, can we see any upsets in their legs? No. Yeah. <laughs> I can't see any, <laughs> anything. Like, the ben, Benfica can play all right, but I, if it was one-off game, maybe. Mm. But two legs, I just don't see them. I, I reckon they could win convincingly. It could be a foot, sort of five, six-nil aggregate. Yeah, or it could even be one game to be fair knowing Liverpool at times yeah. I just don't see it at all and then you go with Bayern Villarreal Villarreal aren't bad but Bayern will do what they did against Salzburg 
they might have a one-off game, but the next yeah. game they're going absolutely thump you. Yeah, I mean, I don't see it. Don't see it at all. It'd be a very yeah. interesting semi-final though between them two. Yeah, I think everyone wants to see that. You know, I, you know, I, everyone would love to see an underdog story and somehow a Benfica or, or Villarreal get through. Yeah. But for <laughs> probably for entertainment purposes in the semi-finals, you know, City buying is bringing is the, the crowds, bringing yeah. the attraction in of attendances and everything. Yeah, buying Liverpool would be a massive game. And well, to be fair, I think all if Bayern and Liverpool go through, any of the four teams on the other side, City, Atletico, Real, and Chelsea, it's going to be a massive semi final as well. Yeah, agreed. So it's going to be quite interesting. And I think the final is in Paris now. It was in St. Petersburg, now in Paris. Yeah. So that's quite a, there's not as long flight journeys as well. So that'd be quite good for one fans and two sort of players who, on our next topic after the, um, we talk about Europa will be the FA Cup and could be in the final. Yeah. Three of the English teams are in them semi. So, um, I have to talk about the Europa draw. Now, after what we spoke about last week with West Ham, yeah, they only went and done it. Oh, uh, yeah. And uh, they missed the Europa. I have to apologise uh, to West Ham fans. <laughs> I, I was wrong. <laughs> Um, you know, we, we said, we said, didn't we? We said with the one nil, you know, with with the with the with the atmosphere that West Ham can generate, there's always yeah. a chance. There's always a chance, and you know they won one nil, took it to extra time, and, and fair play to them. One of their biggest nights, you know. <laughs> I don't know if you listen to the commentary, but Carl, Carlton Cole <laughs> was comparing it to his kids being born, and, and he had tears in his eyes. So we said you know, he that, didn't cry at his kids being born, but he nearly cried at West Ham. Oh well, there you go. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> Did you watch the game? I only watched extra time and it was one-sided. It was either going to the penalties for Sevilla to go through or West Ham was scoring. And it was just getting more and more likely West Ham were going to score. Yeah. It's an absolute brilliant result for them. Yeah. And it's good It's good for English football. It's showing it's not just City, Chelsea, Liverpool at the moment who are doing well. Yeah. You've got West Ham getting to the quarterfinals, which I don't know if they've done it before in it, sort of under these sort of normal. Yeah, I think it was, it was 40 odd years, I think 41 years yeah. or something until they last did it in a European Cup. So, yeah, Pretty massive, much. massive I mean, achievement. It's just yeah. brilliant for them. And they've got a game against Leon now. Reese, yes. talk, talk us through Leon. <laughs> yeah. Yes, seven times champion of France, Lyon, consecutively, may I add. Um, yeah, they're a funny team, Lyon, um, under a very inconsistent manager who, as you guys know, I've been very critical of in the past, Peter Bosch. Um, they seem to, when they click, they do really, really well. When they don't, they do really, really bad. As, as you saw the um, previously, they got thumped at home by Ren or Ron in a... France 4-2 but then they'll go and win a game you know and look like they're playing like primetime Barcelona it's very very up and down with them I think at the moment and I think it's hard to say that they, they played really well against FC Porto really really well deserve to go through in the end and, and that's what they're capable of will they be a tough game for West Ham I think they will I think that was probably the draw West Ham didn't want Um I think looking at those games in there, obviously Barcelona have, have turned things around, but Leon, 
I think I think Leon will give him a tough game. Um, but again, it depends on the, the 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 Leon that turns up. I think West Ham will go through. I think over the two legs that even if they slip up in in France, I think I don't think I've come back to haunt them that much. I think they've got much more momentum on their side, and they definitely have more consistency and balance in their team. So I think I think we could look to them going quite far. Frankly, a very interesting draw because I believe the semi-final would be against Barcelona or Frankfurt. Yeah, yeah. Now, West I think Ham. every West every West Ham fan would love to go to the new camp or Cap New, however you prefer to say it. They would love it. It's obviously something they're not going to do that often, apart from in friendly games. It means nothing. But that's yeah, that's going to be a great sort of if they do get through a great picture for them. Even if they, because I still think they have a chance to go and beat Barcelona. Yeah, you know, Javi, yeah. on Javi their day, be, on their day. Yeah, yeah, Javi seems to be turning it around. It yeah. doesn't mean they're not open to that. Defeat. So I think it'd be absolutely brilliant for them. I think the sort of fixture of that quarterfinal though is Atalanta versus Leipzig. Goals. I yeah. Goals for the law. That three all, three all, four three, something <laughs> like that. It's going to happen. And I think that thing. I think that's a game that I'd want, want to go and watch out of them for. Yeah. If I had a choice. I know West Ham yeah. will be a great fixture, but I feel like the attacking potential of Atalanta and Leipzig just will be brilliant. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, yeah. I think for the romance side of it, you can watch the West Ham game, but I think yeah. in terms of two evenly matched teams, I think it's Leipzig and Atalanta. Atalanta I think you know exactly what you're going to get from these two and I think both are going to go for it so I think it'd be interesting I think Leipzig have really turned the corner after a bit of a shaky start um they've got some young hungry players in there and Kunku has has been fantastic for them Atalanta have been there and thereabouts for the last five five years or so now and they never seem to quite be able to get over the line how how can I call it I don't know. I personally think Leipzig will go through over the two legs. But again, you just don't know what you're going to get. Yeah, I, th I think that one screams of a, of a coin flip. Goals goals, and a coin flip. I'm not yeah. sure I can I can call any more. Um, and, and finally, of course, we've got to talk about Rangers. I mean, Braga Rangers, again, an interesting tie. I, Rangers have done so well to get to this stage, but can they go one step further? I think Rangers would have been very happy with the draw. You've got all yeah. the teams there. You've avoided probably... You probably don't want Atalanta, Leipzig, Barca, West Ham, Leon. <laughs> so you've got Frankfurt and Braga, probably the two weaker of the sides. And I think you, you've got to fancy them. The way they played against Dortmund over the two legs was just something... No, I don't think most people wouldn't have given them a chance. And they would fully deserve to go through and I just see them continuing. I see them getting to the semis, and then they've got a, then they've got the difficult fixture if they're playing Atalanta or Leipzig. But again, but, it's not. It doesn't when you when you break it down, it, it doesn't seem impossible. It, it's tough, no, you know, for Rangers to get there, but it doesn't. It, it's not completely unthinkable that Rangers actually could get to the Europa League final, which would just be unbelievable. What do you reckon? Then we're gonna have. All English final and then a British final in the wow. Europe. 
well, I mean, that would be that would be unreal. I, I, I probably don't think we're going to quite get there with Europa, no. uh, but we definitely, definitely all love to see that. Um, do it, yeah, doing England well, you doing the UK proud, I should say. Yeah, I think that. And all. what do you make of the Rangers Bravo game race? Um, yeah, I think I'd agree with you there, Jamie. I think personally that Rangers would have preferred that draw. I think. Braga under Carlos Carvajal, the former Wednesday manager. They're a decent side. You know, they're, they're considered in part of the top four in Portugal. But I think tactically, um, Rangers were all over Dortmund and they were all over Red Star Belgrade. And I think I think this game would suit them to the ground. I think they will be able to outmatch them over those two legs. It might be tight in Braga, but I think at Ibrox they'd be able to, you know, have have a comfortable, comfortable result there. Um, and I can see them potentially going all the way. Um, you know, they last made the Europa League final in 2008 uh, against, if I weren't mistaken, I think it was Zenit. So that would be a really interesting thing and a really good thing for Rangers, actually, um, who I don't I think... think it's Scottish football as well. Yeah, absolutely. I think I think Scottish League gets, a, gets quite a lot of stick for being just a two-team league, but overall it is actually... It, can be quite competitive, but I think I think the league as a whole needs a little bit more of a boost. And I think having a team go far in the European competitions is exactly what it needs. Totally agreed. And should we should we pick a winner? Should we each pick yeah. a winner? Well, just to, to wrap that section up. Uh, Champions, Champions League and Europa. Yeah, yeah. Who's going to win each? Go on, Jay. Kick us off. Well, I'm obviously going to go City for the Champions League. So you think you're winning oh, it all? You said City for the league. City for Champions we didn't win League. The, we, hold on, we didn't win our usual Carabao Cup. Yeah, the big, anyway, the big ones. So gone. <laughs> the big ones. The big ones gone. We gave that to we gave that to you and Liverpool to fight out for one year. Hmm. But yeah, so Champions League, I'm going to back City one step further than last year. Europa. I'm on. I think I've got to go with Barca just because it, if you asked me this before the Real Madrid game, I would have been even more stuck because I don't rate Barca that highly at the moment. I think they need a summer where they bring in players. But I think Xavi will get them there, and I think Barca will probably win it. Um, I'll say Gorn George, we'll let Reese be the um, neutral for the Champions League <laughs> at the end. All right, so I've, I've said all season, I think with, with regards to, obviously, the Champions League and, and the Premier League, I don't see City or Liverpool winning both winning one. Sorry, winning both. I think it's going to be split. So I'm actually going to mix it up and say, obviously I said City will win the league last week. I'm going to go Liverpool for the Champions League. Um, I think they'll, you know, one each. Um, for Europa, I, I do agree. I mean, I I probably would have said West Ham just as that ambitious win for Europa. <laughs> However, the absolute display uh, of Barcelona this weekend you know, at the Bernabeu, four nil winners. I can't get over it. I just think after that, you know, they've even got a Bamiang, you know, everyone have written him off and suddenly he's, a, he's world-class again. I think if he turns up, Barca will just be too good and, and will take Europa. Any any disagreements on that, Reese? I mean, I think I, I'm completely sort of in agreement with both. I think, if City win one, Liverpool win the other. But 
I think City have got the Champions League this year. I think as good as Bayern Munich can be, they've also prone that they can slip up and when they shouldn't, you know. And I think I think City at the moment are probably the only team in Europe that are the finished article. You know, they can only get better. Um, whereas I think the other teams have still got room for improvement. Europa League, I think, yeah, you're going to have to give it to Barcelona. There, I think what Xavi's done is amazing. And I think he's completely turned it around. And I know we haven't touched upon him yet, but I think if we're going to look at the Conference League, I think our old friend Jose Mourinho is going to win that one for Roma as well. However, he's got a tough game against Bodo Glint, who absolutely thrashed him 6-1 in the group stages. Yeah. He has to get them first. But I think he will. I think his team have finally got the balance that they need. Agreed. Quick, quick oh, shout out to Tammy as well. They are, beat, they are playing the team that beat them was it 6-1 earlier in the year. Yeah, yeah. you never know. That's Again, you never that's know. That's who they've got. So Mourinho will be looking for revenge. Uh, and they knock Celtic out comfortably. Yeah. I think they that does not sleep on. Bodo Glint are a team not to be messed about with at the moment. I think I think a very good side. However, I do agree with Reese on that with the Roma because at the start of the season when I looked at it, obviously there's a few teams now in it, say like Leicester, but I said it's got to be between Spurs and Roma and Spurs obviously went out slightly controversial, but they should have got through before that, yeah. even got a picture. Yeah, you should so, be winning yeah. that group, no question. Yeah, you should be winning all the games really. But yeah, so I, I will also back Roma, but I think it's going to be plain sailing in that because there are some good teams in there. Yeah. All right, we, I, I'll have to agree. I'll, I'll be boring and agree. Um, <laughs> but that, that uh, obviously moves us swiftly on to the FA Cup. Another, you know, dramatic weekend of football. A couple of teams got through comfortably, you know, Chelsea, Everton, and, and in the end, City. Well, I say, Palace, I say Everton. <laughs> Palace, <laughs> Palace easily got past Everton. Um, the kind of closest one in the end was obviously Liverpool and Forest, maybe a controversial offside at the end, um, but an entertaining game nonetheless. Big, big semi-final. Again, we're talking City-Liverpool. How, how do we see FA Cup playing out? Someone someone answer, you know, City or <laughs> Liverpool? I, I feel what like, let's ask Reese because I, Jamie's obviously going to say City here, I think. What, what do you think for the FA Cup? Uh, it's like the worst question. It's first and first, having Liverpool and City draw each other in the latter stages of competitions is very good for English football. I think the whole league has been starved of two teams competing each other neck and neck. We haven't seen it arguably probably since the peak Man U Arsenal days. So now having this is so good for the game. Um, so I'm really excited about it. But I think... I think City are going to put all their eggs in one basket and go for the Champions League. And I think Liverpool, I know he's won Champions League in the league already, but I think he needs to be showing more in the domestic trophies side of things. And he's already got the League Cup. And I think an FA Cup here would really cement him as a Liverpool legend, I think. Because I just think it gives him that extra edge that not only can he do it in Europe, he can do it consistently um, in England. So I think I'm going to go for going to go for Liverpool there and well the other draw I think you're going to have to give it to Chelsea. That makes sense. So I was at the Southampton fixture 
and I'll be honest, we weren't great. Like, fair play Southampton, they were good. We were poor on the day and it ended up being 4-1. Sort of, their goals came from absolutely nothing, really. But it wasn't a fix. It was more, where I said last week with the Palace game, I felt we were good enough to win that game. So there's nothing really concerning with the Southampton game. We had a few changes, but that's... we. Any team we put out is a very strong eleven. We should have been probably performing better, but we got the better results. The Palace-Everton game was a surprise, I think, to all of us. Yeah. Seeing yeah. four 4-0. Four I did see Lampard after the game saying it weren't a 4-0 game. And then made an excuse for every single goal. You can't make an excuse for every goal. No, <laughs> every no, goal's no. got to go in. You get beat 4-0, you get beat 4-0. You know? Yeah, exactly. It's not... It's Yeah. Um, the Chelsea-Middlesbrough game, obviously, me and you watched that in the pub, Jordan. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and so we saw, I don't think Chelsea were that great, but when they got the chances, they were just clinical. Yeah. And it just, and their middle just didn't offer anything. And yeah. I, I, the- no, I was just going to say, I, I think for me, it was again a case of quality. You know, we didn't, you know, maybe professional performances is how you'd say we got the goals early. We sat, you know, we sat back and kind of, you know, the, the second half was almost, you know, a dead rubber. Um, yeah. And I think on that talk of, of quality and really the gap in quality showing, I think the City game was a perfect example of that. Southampton were in the game for the majority, but at the key moments, you know, Armstrong hit the post. They missed those key chances and City just turned it on at the end and took those key chances. And ultimately that golf in quality is, is why you guys got through. Yeah. Um, and I think, again, it, in, in terms of the semis, Again, we said it last week, massive shout out to Palace. Again, you know, above and beyond. I, I can't remember the last time Palace have been, you know, going to Wembley or in the FA Cup semi-final. We said it last week, but Vieira really is doing a phenomenal job. To, to go and beat Everton 4-0 is incredible. So, yes, they're the easier tie from a Chelsea perspective. However, I'm, I'm not going to write them off because they, they have got quality. Um, and that's arguably one of their biggest matches in, in the last 10 years. So, they'll be a threat. I do think we'll just get through. Um, and it, personally, for me, I want Liverpool in the final. I want a bit of revenge for the Carabao Cup. Um, yeah, I want to see. Uh, I want to see Klopp crying on the sidelines. To be honest, no. <laughs> to be honest, I'd enjoy seeing that. Yeah, but but pre- preferably a dodgy, it... preferably a dodgy <laughs> offside decision wins. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, we're talking about the Liverpool game. You mentioned about the offsides, possible offsides. Um, I didn't watch the game live. I've seen the sort of photos used for the offsides. Personally, I do think it was on. Um, you do think it was on? I do think it was on. Um, it's it's close. Yeah, I think it was just on. It was just on, but that's not. Yeah, and, but uh, Forest also could have had a penalty. I saw. Now I've only seen the slow down replay, so I can't really go. That's a penalty. That's not a penalty. Yeah, but. It could have, it could have gone either way. Yeah. I think you, you, I think you've seen them give it. Referee gives it, then he probably keeps his on-field decision. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think the circumstances how it played out as well with Liverpool with the kind of close offside that, that looked offside. Three minutes later, I think Forrest missed the sitter, then had the penalty appeal. 
that I think would have been weak, but you've seen them given. I think that that really hurt Forrest. But again, Forrest getting in the quarters, you've got to shout them out. They're looking, you know, like potential late, late, um, late playoff candidates. So again, shout out to shout out to Forrest. Wasn't their day, but yeah, Liverpool did the job in the end. Yeah, and in terms of the semi-finals, I do have a bone to pick with the semi-finals. So the Chelsea Palace game makes perfect sense. It's at Wembley. You're both London club teams. Yeah, City Liverpool on the weekend that it's playing. There's no trains directly into London from oh. Liverpool or from Manchester. All on a strike again, I assume. No, it's the engineering works. They do it oh. on this week. They do it on this weekend, I think, nearly every year. Okay, fair. But the FA don't plan for this. They still expect you somehow to get to Wembley. Now, for me, I live I live near the south, so it's not that difficult to get to me. It is still a pain to get to Wembley, I think. It's not in a great location. But for City fans in Manchester, Liverpool fans in Liverpool, it's a nightmare. It's going to be people have got to drive down there. People want to go and have a drink, have a good time, not worry about where they're parking and things like that. Now, um, a so the supporters club of City and Liverpool, um, the spirit of Shankly did a tweet about this, saying about how will we get to Wembley? Why is it being at when? Why is it at Wembley? I think. In the previous days, it used to be the semi-finals were at Villa Park and Old Trafford. There might have been a few other ones. I think Hillsborough might have been one as well. Yeah, yeah. Why, like, why is it not still that? Because the whole point of Wembley, it's a huge occasion. It's the final. That's the point. It just seems like a money-making scheme, really. Yeah, I mean, the, sorry, just to cut you off, but with. The spirit of Shankly's tweet that came out was just saying, why haven't they thought about this? Because in the last, I think this, um, there was a tweet I saw, maybe the last eight years, a Northwest football team has been in the FA Cup semi-final. It's something that's always a problem for travelling to. The obvious solution would be to have it at, say, Old Trafford or... So I know the Old Trafford scenario isn't possible due to United's game, but there's plenty of stadiums around that can host this game, even if it isn't yeah. at Liverpool or at City. I don't think it should be at either one of them. No, no. I think as well, it's like tradition, are, isn't it? Yeah. And on just on that, obviously, I, th I think for me personally, it is tradition to have it at Wembley, obviously as the national stadium. I think the difficulty with doing it at other stadiums would just be where you've got, you know, you've got it at Villa Park and Villa get through, or you've got it at Old Trafford, United get through and, and so on. But in this case... The other, other ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think in this case, though, you're right. Simple solution, move the ground, move it, sorry, move the stadium to, to you know, as I said, Old Trafford, whatever else, and, and, and make all the fans happy. You know, it, it's just logical, isn't it, at the end of the day, to hopefully they find a quick, quick resolution on that. Well, the FA have said that they're working with fans, the clubs and um, Network Rail. The fans have come back and said they're not working with us. <laughs> we haven't been spoken to. So it's a Brilliant. complete lie. Good start. And <laughs> I think they're just sort of going, yeah, we're looking at it, looking at it, looking at it and just brushing it under the carpet. And we looked, we tried, we failed. Yeah. 
and then you're not going to have the occasion it could be. If you have a full stadium, it doesn't matter if it's a smaller stadium, it's going to be a lively atmosphere of City and Liverpool. The rivalry is building up, especially with, it possibly could be, obviously the FA Cup, the league and the Champions League. It could literally, Liverpool could win the quadruple. City yeah, could win a, the yeah it's a big game. It's a big game. It's, it's a huge game. The rivalry heats up, obviously. Scousers, Mancunians, there's a rivalry there. Yeah, you've got to make the most of it. Travelling down to London, when the trains are are in sort of repair, repair, it just doesn't make sense. Um, what about you, Reese? What do you think of the sort of FA Cup semi-final? Yeah, I mean, Scousers and Mancunians joining together. Who would have thought, eh? <laughs> Anyway, I think we should move swiftly on there as we enter our final um, final sort of few minutes here. And I think we were going to touch upon the relegation battle, which for many is dead and buried. It's sorted. I think everyone thinks the bottom three are there. But then, of course, people are forgetting that they're at Everton. Just when we think they're out, they keep being pulled back in, as they say. So, yeah, as you see, um, what do you guys think of it? Who Who do you think is in the best position to get out of it? Do you think... Burnley will come back. I mean, I, I, I would like to think that, well, I'd like to assume that Norwich, Burnley are two definitely going down as well as, um, I can't quite remember who the third, Watford. Yeah. Watford, but they seem to keep upsetting the Apple Cup when they seem to go on a couple of losing games. They then come back and get a good result. So I honestly, honestly don't know if it is over. I we, sorry, go on, Joe. Oh, go on. Uh, so, for my, for my take on this, sadly, we, we all kind of build it as, as a, an exciting relegation, uh, you know, end to the year or end to the season, I should say. But I just I think with every passing week, it, it does seem more and more dead and buried. I think Everton, Everton would probably Everton and Leeds were the most likely to get drawn into that. I think Everton's win, as we saw, you know, the 99th minute, uh, la- yeah, 99th minute winner with 10 men, that, that's a turning point. Yes, the FA Cup, you know, that, that form didn't translate. But I think Everton, that moment was a huge moment. I, I think they've got the quality. Um, I do believe in Frank Lampard as well, as well as their squad. They've got enough quality to stay up. For me, also, finally, on, on, on Leeds, again, Jesse March, I think, has done a good job. He seems like a good manager. And I do sadly think that it, it will be the current bottom three. Watford, Burnley and Norwich will, will ultimately end up going down. I'm sadly going to have to agree. I think Burnley are in a position that they can stay up with their games in hand. Obviously, it's no games in hand on Everton, but it's still a few games in hand on, say, Watford, who are a point above them the two games played more. But I think Sean Dyche's reign in the Premier League with Burnley is sadly coming to an end. It's been a good run. It's been phenomenal for what they've done. He's, I think, done a brilliant job considering he's had pennies to work with. I think, I don't know if it was this season or the season before, he spent one million as a Premier League club to spend one million in a transfer window. Yeah, you can't fault him. You can't fault him on that. I don't think you can fault him. I know he doesn't play the attractive football, but he's with, with his, what he's been given, he's done so much. Mm-hmm. Um, Norwich, 
they're down. I can't see. They gave but us a glimmer, I, didn't they? They gave they people did. a glimmer they, of hope. When they, when they got in Dean Smith, they won, won two games, I think. And you thought, oh, yeah. maybe they have a chance. But no, that was, I think, the Roy Hodgson. But I think they've got to go on a phenomenal run to go over to get past Everton, who are, who are the next closest. And if it wasn't for that one nil win, I think we'd still have that relegation battle going. But that yeah. one nil win, Wobi scoring, I think just settles it. Sadly, yeah, but... yeah we, we, yeah, I think we hope we all hope, didn't we, for an exciting relegation battle, and it, it just doesn't seem. Just doesn't seem to be happening, sadly. But fair play, Nor- Norwich will bounce back anyway, as they always do. <laughs> Straight back yeah. in. The whole I Norwich Fulham switch, yeah. <laughs> I mean, just to sort of round it off here. I mean, I know we all think it's done and dusted, but as we said, they give us glimmers of hope. It's frustrating when you see Burnley. You know, they look like they're out. You know, they'll win two, three games, doing relatively well against Brighton, get a draw at Arsenal. Then they'll go and lose, you know, two games against teams that are right by them in the league. You just think, like, you, come on, you can do it. Um, but I think we need to understand that, you know, yes, Everton seem to have a bit more, I think, oomph about them at the moment. But their fixtures coming up do not look easy. They've got West Ham away. They've still got Burnley away to play. Home to Man United, home to Leicester. They've got the Merseyside derby in April. You know... Their fixture list is not being kind to them. You know, they still have Watford to play. So they have the teams around them, which they desperately will have to win. And they don't have home advantage for those either. If they are to lose away to Liverpool, Burnley and Watford, you know, those other teams get the three-point gains, you know, from that. It's, it could be a really tough time for them. It really, really yeah, Someone's got to put the pressure on and just want, yeah. It's hard to see Leeds or Everton crumbling completely, but if one of them clubs puts the pressure on, maybe, just maybe, we'll get that dramatic dramatic relegation battle after I all. With, I think with Leeds, they won the last two games, and that's I think that's put them completely out. Yeah, yeah. The drop. It is Everton, and you've got a fair point there, is The fixtures are not kind, because the two you didn't even mention was Arsenal and Chelsea. Arsenal obviously going for top four, so they need to win. Chelsea, they're still <laughs> Chelsea are still a top side that aren't going to give up. But it's whether the other teams can get the points, and I think that's the struggle. So I think for once we actually all agree with who's going to get relegated, um, and that obviously wraps up this week's episode. Thank you for listening, and as always, like, comment, and subscribe. You know the drill.